And we are live. Welcome to the Giant Viking Football Show. I'm here with Trent Saferit on a Tuesday afternoon, April 24th, two days away from the draft. Today we're going to be doing our combined top 10 picks on what we would do uh, in the NFL draft. Trent, I flipped a coin earlier to see who was going to get first pick, and the way this is going to work is you got first pick, my friend. So you're going to pick who you would take, not who you think is going to be taken, number one. And then I pick accordingly. I have two, and we will alternate the picks. How's that sound? I love it, man. Thanks for having me back on. Uh, it's always fun to put your GM hat on and, and go for it. I don't know that that's the case with the Cleveland Browns disaster, but I'm up for the challenge. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, I'm really interested to see what you're going to do here with the Browns. Just as a side note to let everyone know, there's been so many trade rumors. We're just going to do this with the teams that have the spots right now in order. Predicting all the trades with how many rumors are going around is, is just going to be about impossible. But, Trent, I wanted to tell you about a potential trade I heard today uh, on that note where I heard a rumor that the Browns, the Bills, and the Giants might be in talks for a three-way trade where it would be the Bills moving up to the number one pick. The Browns would move back to two which moves the Giants to four, and then the Browns would also acquire the 12 and 22nd pick from the Bills. What do you think about that? Does that sound too crazy to be true, or is, is that does that sound possible? What do you think? Well, actually, I kind of like that. Uh, that's my first time hearing that, matter of fact. But, uh, you know, it's all smoke screens at this point. You know, who knows what to believe? You might as well read the Onion articles if uh, with anything NFL related right now, but we'll see. I, it would not surprise me if a trade like that happened, uh, especially with the Browns at the top. They've seemed to do a lot of trading, even though there is a new general manager in place. So wouldn't surprise me. I kind of like that for, for all the parties uh, at hand there, but we'll see. Yeah, NFL Insider told Big Blue Kickoff Live, uh, the New York Giants uh, home football podcast, um, that evidently Dave Gettleman has two different options on the table already in place for the Bills to make a trade. Not to say he's going to pull the trigger on it, but they have already had that language and there are things set in place, meaning if he needs to hurry up and make a decision, if the Browns go a different direction, I think he's got a couple plans already in place, which makes me happy. Well, I think we both agree that the Giants are at a very pivotal point in this draft. I think they control the draft early on. Uh, a lot of big things are going to happen up front. And, uh, certainly, if somebody does trade up to that number two spot, then we will absolutely see three quarterbacks go, uh, as we mentioned in our Mocking Mill segment, uh, which will be the first time that's happened since I can remember, if not ever. Well, like I said, uh, this is about our uh, mock top ten, and we're going to alternate picks. But I just wanted to get your feedback on that because uh, that's the first or the most recent, I should say, uh, trade news I've had that seems to have a little bit of legs. So that's going to be really interesting, especially on draft day if there's that much moving and shaking. It just really adds to the excitement. So without further ado, man, you're on the clock as the GM of the Browns. Uh, I don't know if you can hold on to that job too long, Trent, so you might even want to hurry with the pick before they fire you because uh, that, that is just the last I, I, place you want to be. Yeah, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemies. No, look. I'm going to do uh, the Dog Pound Nation a solid here, and I'm going to take the best quarterback in this draft, uh, actually one of the better quarterbacks I've graded over the last few years, in Josh Rosen, wow. the Rosen one. Uh, I talked a little bit about my love for this kid uh, in our Mocking Mel segment that I mentioned before, and uh, I can't say enough about him. I just think that uh, as far as the pure passer goes, this guy can make every throw. 
It's flawless from the pocket. He does have a little bit of a wide base, kind of that Matt Ryan thing that we got going on, uh, which concerns me a little bit. And we did see with his lackluster offensive line performance last year that when he doesn't have super clean pockets, uh, he does not uh, produce as efficiently as you would like a number one overall pick to go. But I do think he has the lowest four of the quarterbacks in this draft. Uh, I think he's absolutely a tier two guy with, with uh, very high potential to be a tier one quarterback at the next level. Love the pick. I think with the weapons that the Browns have, uh, maybe who knows, maybe a, a, a certain running back at four form as well and Rosen at the helm. I mean, this could be a 10-win team. Yes, the Cleveland Browns could be a 10-win team uh, with this kid and some of the talent they have next year. Lock it in. All right. Well, I can definitely tell, tell you that uh, don't count on that running back being there four because with my number two pick, my Giants, I'm going Saquon Barkley running back out of Penn State. I'm taking the best player on the board there. He can do so much to help out their offense via with the pass, having a, a vilified running back where we finally have somebody we can count on with the ball back there. I know we still have a lot of offensive line needs, but I think we can address those a little bit early in the second round. So I, I'm sorry, it probably help, that doesn't help your GM chances of staying at the Browns any longer because I'm going to go ahead and steal <laughs> Saquon from you uh, right now, running back out of Penn State. To me, just the best player on the board, a no-brainer for the Giants at two, which puts I you love on it. the clock at three, my well, friend, with the Jets. Well, hold on. i, I got to ask then. So, first of all, since you rigged this coin toss um, so you can <laughs> pick for your own team, is that your? Is that actually what you want for you? I know we weren't going to do trades, but is that actually what you want for the Giants is – to take Saquon at two and not move from that spot. I would, I would, I, I, of course, it, you're asking me on Tuesday, so it could change tomorrow. You know how I am. Uh, but right now, I would say it is a very, it's even. I either want Saquon Barkley right now, or I want an offer we can't refuse, where we can really pick up three or four picks and address a lot of our needs, because we do have a lot of holes that we need to fill. And if we just move back a couple spots and took Bradley Chubb and still acquired some extra first-round picks or early second-round picks, I could live with that just fine. But today, Tuesday, March, or April 24, two days away from the draft, Saquon Barkley's my guy. If I traded you Mike McGlinchey at 12 and Darius Geis at 33 for Saquon at four or at two, what would you do? I, I, I would decline that. I'm not as – I don't have as high a grade. Ooh! I don't have as high a grade on McClinchy and the fact that we just addressed the tackle concern a little bit uh, by getting Nate Solder. And, I, and I'm, I'm not sure about Darius Geis' off-the-field activities, too. I love what I see on tape, but from what I hear, he's got a fairly checkered pass, and you need somebody that's committed that's going to come in with the type of guys that Dave Gettleman's looking for. And I don't know that Geis fits that bill, although I love the way he runs and the Giants – traditionally have a power runner haven't for the last couple of years but we could use a power runner like guys but the running back draft class is too deep to where you got to take a, a a gamble on a guy so no i wouldn't i would not do that deal uh-uh. i won't stand for this darius guys disrespect <laughs> let's move to my next one all okay. right three i got i got the jets on the board so if this was me i don't know if i'm making that trade to start with so this is kind of a bind for me i really don't like this pick at all um, and I guess, you know, they traded for a quarterback. So for the young guy with the, with the high upside, um, I'm going to go Darnold here, right? Uh, I think that it's between those two guys for the Jets anyways, Rosen or Darnold. Uh, it cannot be Josh Allen, and I just don't see them trading up to get Baker because I think they could have gotten Baker at six anyways. 
Um, so if it's me, yeah, sure. Let's let's bring on the young kid. Let's let him sit behind McCown and, and see what so goes on with Teddy as well. If he's Teddy Bridgewater, if he stays, if he's healthy at all, and he, he can be productive for you. So let the young guys sit for as many years as possible, build some talent around there, bring in some offensive line talent. There's plenty of interior offensive linemen in this draft alone that you can get on day two. Yeah. Uh, so build up around it. Let him sit for a little bit. Let him learn the game, work on that god-awful throwing motion a little bit so he's not so inaccurate and doesn't turn the ball over so much. And I think this is a great pick. I, I, I would love for the Jets to be there if, if the Giants or whoever they trade with does not take a quarterback at two. Uh, I think this is a, a smart pick for them and certainly what I would do. Darnold at three. Yeah, I, I think the Jets just stop Goodell at the podium and don't let don't even let him come off after the no, number two pick. They're just like, nope, nope, turn it back around. Sam Darnold would announce it. I think they would certainly. just be uh, overwhelmed with that pick. So I, I couldn't agree more with you with that one. I think the Jets would be extremely satisfied. So that gives me the number four pick. That's the Browns. Uh, again, a lot of rumors that they might trade out of that. But with the number four pick, I think the Browns take Bradley Chubb defensive end. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, you got to – him and Miles Garrett, that's just – you got to have edge rushers in this league. And they got their quarterback that they wanted in Rosen – or, well, that you wanted, technically. Now they're getting the defensive end, who I really, really love. Love Bradley Chubb. And I think that's the move for the Browns, kind of a no-brainer. Look, I could see I, – I love that. Uh, if, if my exclamations didn't already prove that to you enough, I love that pick because Miles Garrett's special. We got to see limited action in the last year, but he is special. And you're very well – you know that I'm very high on the Browns roster. I do think with a few more pieces there, top 15, maybe even top 10 roster in the league, uh, it, you know, it does suck that their head coach is – just got awful. I mean, I won't get into that. We know how much I do not like Hugh Jackson. Do not think he should be a head coach. Not a fan. In the National Football League. But their roster is great. If they have Miles Garrett and Bradley Chubb over there, oh, buddy, you can move those guys around. They can play either side of the line. You have a decent secondary. I could see uh, some of the defensive uh, secondary players like Amika Fitzpatrick or, uh, you know, we can name a few people, Derwin James or – uh, any other guys that there that you can pick there, but I love to have two solid pass rushers. You get your quarterback, you have a decent backfield already, and then some good wide receivers. Great pick. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You're to. You're, <laughs> I know. I know you needed my approval on that. So. <laughs> you're to number five with the Broncos. Who, who do you have them taking off the board here? Yeah. So, if it's me, look. I I know that Case Keenum is not the long term option. I don't know what Paxton Lynch is. I never thought he was as good. I never thought they should have traded for him in the first place and drafted him in the first round. Um, but I don't think you go quarterback here. I would not go quarterback here. I would get a stud, and there's a few picks in this draft. The guy you just drafted and Bradley Chubb being one of those most solid, safest picks. I think I go safe pick here, and I go with your boy out of Notre Dame, Quentin Nelson. Ooh, Okay. Go, go ahead and get you a guard who, who can do it all, who can pass block in, run block, uh, absolute monster, especially in the running game, and uh, establish a run, take the pressure off Case Keenum. We saw the Vikings do that last year, and uh, the less he has to throw the ball and the more they can effectively run the ball, the better off uh, he'll be. So get you a good offensive lineman there, establish the run game. Uh, you still have a talented defense. Uh, Vaughn Miller is still one of the best at getting the, getting the passers. So, Try to control the clock, uh, run the football, and, and stop teams. And, you know, who knows? You might be 
right back in the playoffs next year. So Quentin Nelson at five for me. For, forgive me for what I'm saying, Quentin Nelson, because uh, that is my that's my player crush in the draft. I really like Quentin Nelson, but I actually don't. I don't like that pick, Trent. To be honest with you, I, I think they have a glaring hole at corner, and there's a great cover corner out there in Denzel Ward. I, I also think that there's a big chance that they trade out of this pick, but I also I'm starting to I'm starting to change my ways on Roquan Smith. I, I would not be surprised if the Broncos took Roquan Smith at five, and if you've got him and Von Miller on that side of the ball, that is a lot of problems for opposing defenses. So if they're not really high on Denzel Ward, I see him trading back a couple spots and, and landing. Maybe one of the safeties, like you said, which you can make a Fitzpatrick being a hybrid. But I just I don't see the Broncos taking Quentin Nelson right here, even though I know he's got probably the highest grade on their draft board and everybody else's. Everybody projects this guy to really be great. I mean, you can't be mad with the pick. But fit-wise, I, I got I to gotta say I, I would pass on that. I, I like Denzel Ward better. You millennials in your flashy skill position players, give me trench players all day. And I'll take you to the playoffs every year. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, that takes me to uh, number six with the Colts. So the Colts at this spot, since you just robbed Quentin Nelson from me, which we already had his name written down, we were walking to the podium to, to turn in that pick. I think the Colts ultimately are going to, of all the teams I have heard rumors about, they are the team that really wants to, to trade back. So I think they would trade back here. But since I have to make the pick at number six, I think the Colts need a lot of defensive help. I get to make the choice for them. So I'm going Derwin James, even though I've not heard a rumor at all about Derwin James being liked by the Colts or at this spot. I would take Derwin James safety out of Florida State. He's a captain on defense. He's a playmaker. They need all kinds of help. I think he's a big help coming their way. And Tampa Bay fans are disgusted by you right now yes. because we would have had our – I could not even I – was, I was getting so excited to talk about my Florida State leader on offense and Florida State leader on defense at seven. So, a great pick. I mean, you know how much I love Derwin. Uh, you get a leader of the defense, same sort of deal. You have your – you know, we'll see what happens with Andrew Luck if he can stay healthy, but you have your leader of the offense and you got your – you know, the new Bob Sanders, right, back there. Yep. I'm telling you, though, I think this is where somebody moves up to get – Josh Allen. If the Bills don't do a deal with the Browns and the Giants, I think this is where they move up to six. That's that's what I think. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think if I think Bradley Chubb is the is getting mocked to the Colts a lot here when they made that trade. We talked about that in our last segment as well about how they probably would have taken Chubb at three, but he might still fall to six. So I'm with you there for sure. Uh, I like the pick though. I like I like having your leader of the defense. Derwin's awesome. So with the seventh pick, general manager Trent Safert is on the board with the Tampa Bay Bucks, and Derwin James is not there. What are you doing? Yeah, this is best player available for me. Uh, this is easy. If if I have Derwin James right there, and then I got a guy right behind him and Minka Fitzpatrick, that's who I'm going with. So, look, I, I can see the Denzel Ward thing being here, or even a guy like Jair Alexander, who's my number one cornerback in this draft. Yeah. But Minka could be a corner as well. I know a lot of people have talked about him playing corner. Uh, it doesn't matter, though. Uh, put him wherever you want to. Uh, where do you have him, Where do you have Minka? What position would you – where would you play Yeah, we talked, we talked a little bit about this. It doesn't – just whatever – wherever he fits. I mean, he can play anywhere. Uh, I think he's more natural at safety. I think that 
if you have a good safety who can move all around the field, uh, can play in the box, can play deep, uh, can come outside and cover if he needs to, whether it's a tight end or just a number one wideout, I, I don't think there's defined roles anymore for some of these special secondary players. And if that's well, Mika Fitzpatrick is a special secondary player, he's just a weapon. You can move them all across the board. Uh, we do that with my boy Harry the Hitman, Harry Harrison Smith up, up in Minnesota. If you watch uh, a lot of the film from Minnesota last year, that guy lines up everywhere on the field, and I think you can do that with Minka. Matter of fact, I think Minka is more of a weapon in that way than Derwin James is. So hmm. just draft the guy because he's the best player available. Your secondary needs all kinds of help, and then you know move him around however you see fit. Okay, I, I like it. I can't argue with any of that. The number eight pick is going to the Chicago Bears. I've really fallen in love with this pick here recently. I know I've already mentioned him just a couple minutes ago, but I'm taking Roquan Smith, linebacker out of Georgia, to be the next great Bears middle linebacker. Maybe the the next Singletary, the next Erlacher. This guy can get you hundreds of tackles a season. He can stop the run. I I like – I like his run-stopping ability more than his edge-rushing ability. I'll say that. I don't think he gets to the quarterback quite as much as as some of the other guys, and potentially guys like Tremaine Edmonds that have tremendous upside and a lot of athleticism and explosion. Maybe Marcus Davenport if he's a guy that you like. But Roquan Smith is just that guy that's going to go and be a ball hawk the whole game. He's going to find his nose to the ball. And he's going to make a ton of tackles for you. So I got Roquan Smith, linebacker out of Georgia, going here to the Bears at eight. It's a great pick. Look, they again, they need a leader on the defense. Uh, this, the secondary play for the Bears was excellent last year. Their, their defense was actually criminally underrated. I mean, they had a very good defense. They're building something special in Chicago. And if you get a guy like Roquan, who's just a field general out there, who's all over the place, incredible football instincts, phenomenal sideline to sideline speed, uh, who's just wrapping every single player up that he gets his hands on. And that's great. Take the pressure off your offense, take the pressure off your own quarterback, and be successful. We already know there's two guaranteed losses, and that's against uh, those those Vikings up there in Minnesota. <laughs> but uh, they are building something special up there. I like to pick a lot. Well, we'll see if y'all can keep your quarterback healthy this year. Easy. Could, Easy with that. Could Knock be. on some wood immediately. Yeah, How dare I you already say that? Did. I already did. I got you covered, Thank man. you. Yeah. All right, so you're up number nine with the 49ers. What you thinking? Yeah, I really, really want to get cute with this pick. Uh, but I, think, I don't think I'm going to because I, I've been outspoken about how great of a job John Lynch has done there uh, this offseason, really the last uh, – with the picks that they've done recently as well as San Fran as an entire organization. I think that that is a team on, on the rise. Uh, their, their stock is just going through the roof right now. So you have an incredible defensive line. Uh, what's the best way to help your defensive line? That is to have a lockdown corner, even though – Jair Alexander is my number one corner. Oh, you're going to sell him out. I'm going to go Denzel Ward here. Um, this is maybe just Marshawn Lattimore doing this to me more than anything. But I think you put uh, Denzel Ward out there. Uh, you put him on the team's best receiver. And you let those monsters that you have on the D-line just wreak havoc left and right on your quarterback. And, uh, yeah, I'm going Denzel Ward here. It's kind of a safe pick. I wanted to get a little crazy with it. I'm kind of disrespecting my boy Jair a little bit, but Denzel Ward's the pick for me. Yeah, when you said cute, I just knew Jair Alexander was going to be the spot there. I'm shocked that you that you held held your guns and went with Denzel Ward, the cornerback out of Ohio State. 
What a Nancy boy move on my part. Can you believe that? <laughs> All right, man. So uh, we're to the last pick, the soon-to-be Las Vegas Raiders on the board at number 10. This is a tough one for me because I think if Roquan Smith was there, he would be the pick. I could see them moving back a couple of spots. A lot of people love Tremaine Edmonds, but I'm, I'm not sold on him yet. I get the upside, so I'm going to pass on him as well. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and take a guy that nobody has at 10. I think I, I, I've talked about this before, but I, I'm getting Harold Landry uh, at a Boston oh, College here. I love it. How dare you? How it's, dare you? He's so good. I don't understand. The people that have him projected in the 20s, they just must not have ever seen this guy's film. Or it's the injury concern that wasn't even too serious an injury, but he missed so much time. His, his I believe his senior year, his junior year, he had 16 and a half sacks or something crazy like that. I mean, this guy can do it all. You can use him in a 3-4. You can use him in a 4-3 uh, with, his, with his fingers in the ground. You can have him standing up. He can get to the quarterback. He's got a variety of moves. He can stop the run. I love everything about this, and I have to imagine John Gruden is looking for a guy just like this. Uh, if it's not Roquan Smith, to me, Harold Landry is the next pick, not Tremaine Edmonds, not Marcus Davenport, um, not Leighton Vander Esch. Uh, this, is my, this is my guy here. Harold Landry is the pick for me off, uh, outside linebacker out of Boston College. Khalil Mack. And Harold Landry, Whew. opposite sides of the football, Whew. getting after the pass rusher. Good luck. Now, do they have anybody that can tackle consistently? I don't think so, but on third down, that's going to be a scary team. I like the pick a lot. Okay, so just to review, Trent, you had the odd numbers, I had the even. Number one pick to the Browns was Josh Rosen, the quarterback out of UCLA. The Rosen one, your favorite. Number two pick, my Giants took Saquon Barkley, running back out of Penn State. Number three pick, I think the Jets are thrilled to death with Sam Darnold, the quarterback out of USC. Browns pick number four, Bradley Chubb, defensive end, NC State. Fifth pick goes to the Denver Broncos, who take the best offensive lineman in the draft, possibly the best in years, Quentin Nelson, offensive guard out of Notre Dame. Number six pick goes to the Indianapolis Colts, select Derwin James, safety of Florida State. Number seven pick to the Bucks, Minka Fitzpatrick, cornerback, Alabama. Eight pick goes to the Bears, Roquan Smith, tackling machine, linebacker out of Georgia. Ninth pick, 49ers, possibly the best cover corner. I know that's debatable with you, Trent. Denzel Ward, the cornerback out of Ohio State. And closing out the top ten, the Raiders take Harold Landry, off, uh, excuse me, outside linebacker out of Boston College. What do you think? You, you think we're How many of those do you think we got right? Wow, who knows? Come Thursday, man, it's going to be moving all around. I don't know. I don't think a lot of those teams are going to be picking in the top ten. I think a lot of these guys are going to be trading back, specifically your boys in blue. So, um, yeah, pretty interesting. I like it though. It's a little different than some of the mocks that we've seen. Uh, a few guys like Landry being up there. Uh, pretty exciting stuff. I can't wait. I think. Well, I do think it's safe to say though this it it could look similar to this if there weren't going to be so many teams to jump up in the top ten to get a quarterback. You know, we didn't take Baker Mayfield. We didn't take. Josh Allen. So, you know, it's been rumored that there's going to be four quarterbacks in the top 10 taken. Some people say could be three quarterbacks in a row to start the draft and then another quarterback at five if the Broncos were to trade out. So I like the way it looks if there were no trades, but you just can't expect for that to happen on draft day. So if these teams stay home and pick these picks, I like them, but I don't think there's a player that we named that either of us personally don't love. Maybe Sam Darnold, 
but everybody else that we named are kind of our kind of our guys, right? Yeah, for the most part, I tell you what, the Bills are licking their chops at twelve if uh, if they have uh, those three big quarterbacks: Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, and the bust himself, Josh Allen, sitting there. That might be nice for them to keep the draft capital they have and not have to move up to get one of the guys that are regarded as the top five. So pretty exciting, man. Uh, so prop bet time soon? Yeah, let's. Uh, so we're scheduled to do our prop bets. Uh, April 25th, which is tomorrow, day before the draft. And if anybody's unfamiliar with prop bets, prop is short for proposition. So it's like the silly things you bet on. Like in a Super Bowl, an example of a prop bet would be, is it going to be heads or tails? When John Gruden was commentating, will he say spider to Y banana? Crazy things like that. But we're also going to include in a bunch of picks and where we think people might go. And that's going to be more of where we actually, what we actually think is going to happen, not what we would do. So we would have to take our GM hats off just a little bit from our perspective and call it more down the line. And we will be predicting trades. Uh, we'll be talking about all the various things that aren't just who's going to go where. So definitely look forward to that show. Uh, Trent, man, thanks so much for your time. Always good to talk with you. Thanks for having me again, man. I can't wait for the prop bet things. I look forward to it, and I'm just getting giddier and giddier as draft day approaches. When do you? When do the Vikings pick? When? What's your pick for the Vikings? We'll see when you when you win 13 games, Ed. I know you don't know <laughs> what that feels like in recent memory. So 30 is picking way back there. 30. Enjoy enjoy waiting all your time to be excited. My, I'm going to be excited hopefully right away with Saquon, but we'll see. Uh, either way, Trent, thanks so much. I enjoyed having you on. Always uh, insightful knowledge coming from you. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much. Thanks a lot. Man. All right, folks, that concludes our combined top 10 draft with me and Trent Saferit. Uh For Trent Saferit, I'm Ed Rom. Enjoy your day. Thank you so much.